Welcome to the Quest of Fishing Adventures podcast, Chapter 4. Welcome back to another Quest Fishing Adventures podcast. I hope that you are doing well. And if you've been fishing since my last podcast, let's hope you've put a few on the bank. Right, where where do I start with this podcast? Where do I start? Right, if you're not read by the title, you can probably obviously tell where I am because it's noisy. I'm back on the noisy lake. Um, and I guess you could be asking me, well, Questy Boy, why are you on the Noisy Lake when you're meant to be campaigning on um, Nando's Lake? Well, after the success of last weekend's trip down here with, all the, with them three big carp out. Now, before I go any further, if you've not listened to the last podcast, I recommend that you go back and listen to that one. Honestly, it's a banger. It's a banger. I've some banging carp out. So go back, listen to that if you've not done it, because you'll be able to catch up on where I am now and what I'm doing, why I'm doing what I'm doing today, what I'm about to talk about. So, yeah, the reason why I've da- come down here is because I've had some bangers out of here. And, right, so, it's Friday, I've got today off work, and I've decided to come down here, get back in the same swim where I fished last week, um, because they were blatantly moving around in there, absolutely. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that's still going to be the case, they've not moved out yet. Uh, so we're in there, which is the snag swim in the corner. Um, which is a swim which I talked about many times, which was probably my favourite swim on the lake, and I've had quite a few carp out of here. So I do know they like living here anyway, so um, chances are good. So um, I've bushwhacked the right-hand side rod out in the hole, in the hole, in the hole, in the good old hole in there, uh, and we got on there a bottom SLK DNA uh, on the noodle, on the noodle. Um, after Ben showed me again the noodle rig and I gave it a go the back end of the, the last session uh, I, had, I had two runs uh, or two like basically a double double run uh, lost one because obviously well they both went at the same time um, one one got one got uh, snagged up straight away <clears throat> landed the right hand side rod but the right hand side one was hooked bang in the middle of the bottom lip and Ben says that happens quite a lot with that rig it, it nails them right in the bottom so I kind of want to pursue with that give that a little go down there and see what happens so that's gone out uh, bushwhacked out uh, crumbled up boily whole boily and obviously the bottom bait noodle inline four ounce lead uh, left hand side rod has gone on the same spot as it did, I did last week as well in the bull rushes that come out from the snag swim exactly the same uh, DNA SLK bottom bait noodle four ounce inline lead and that's gone there so hopefully 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 how many times going to say hopefully I'll get a fish or two or three or four out today because um, I'd really like to build some confidence in the noodle rig get confirmation in my own head that it does hook them really well um, and we'll see what happens um, if I end up getting loads of like what seems to be pickups uh, drops and that then I'll, I'll lose a bit of confidence but let's see let's see so they're out the time now is 7.23 I'd like to have been a little bit earlier than this but somehow I managed to turn the wrong way on the junction so I kind of lost about 25 minutes 
um, this morning after getting up at quarter past five. So what an idiot I am. But they're out. So they're out. Currently, it looks like no one else is here. So uh, I'll update you guys as we go along. Well, gutted. What can I say? 7.46 and I've just lost a carp on my right-hand side rod, which is the one in the snags. It just basically hooped right round, ran straight over to it. I was literally on top of it anyway, hit into it, and it's just it's just like literally holding on to it, trying to stop it from swimming to them snags. I got it out the first bit, and it kind of came into open water and then swam down literally to the tip of the snags there, and just it just pinged off. Absolutely gutted, absolutely gutted. Really am. Definitely a carp. <laughs> Definitely a carp. Um, so yeah, it's a good sign though. As I suspected, they are they are on the feed at the moment. Um, the other annoying thing is now is the rain is just it's just coming now. It's proper raining hard. Um, so what I am going to do, I'm luckily where I can fish here. I can sit in the van, literally on, on the rods as well. Going to sit here in the dry, uh, tie some new rigs up, get ready because I do feel confident that I will get another one. Because um, I will say my it basically is blighting my hook. Um, I didn't really say what hooks I'm using, but I'm using. Um, on this rig at the moment, I've got those Kamakuras on, so the Corridor Kamakuras, and like you know, they only do one bite, they only do one bite. But I like to use the Kamakuras uh, when I'm fishing for, for good fish uh, because you kind of, you know, you want that carp if it touches that prick of the hook for it to go in its mouth. Uh, so you kind of tie these rigs up using this hook, uh, you know, expecting to, to lose, the, lose the hook, which, which is what I've done here, which is not a problem because I've got time, I'm going to tie some more up. And you, I'm gonna get another one. I've definitely, I feel confident, guys. I feel confident. We're gonna get another one. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, it's 10:48, and I've just lost another one on the right-hand side rod. Absolutely gutted. Absolutely ripped off. Bent straight round. Hit into it. Felt the carp. Obviously went straight into the snags. And I had obviously got to put the pressure on. Put the pressure on, and it, and it come off fairly quick. Absolutely gutted. Absolutely gutted. Honestly, um, so I at this point in time a little bit dubious on the noodles still, but I'm going to persist with it. Um, I need to see. I need to see. I need to give it. I need to give it a good chance. Um, it is what it is at the end of the day. But at the moment, definitely, definitely a bit gutted right now. So uh, just keeping those fingers crossed. I still feel very confident that we'll get another pickup. They're in there. They are in there. Definitely. So um, it's only a matter of time. Come on the carp. Absolutely buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. It's um 10 to 1 and I've just literally put my my um I can't talk. I've just literally put my snag rock back I've literally just put my snag rod. I still can't talk. I've literally just put my snag rod back in the snags. Um we just had a 22 pound 10 um mirror absolute beaut absolute beaut honestly the carp in here honestly like it feels like 95% of the carp you catch in here are really good looking carp um, and that's a fair comment to say now because you know the, the amount of carp that me and Alex have had between us now fishing here that is a that is I think that's quite a good statistic a stat stats to see the same thing and it's the same word carp my my, my head's gone to mush <laughs> I would say that's, that's a fair stat to say, uh, honestly. Absolutely buzzing. Uh, got it back out again. It gave me a cracking fight, literally. I mean, they're not stupid. They literally just go straight in them snags. And they just fight for every... Get them out and they just fight to try and get in every snag possible to try and 
trying to try and get off that hook, but not this time, not this time, carp, not this time. I managed to get you. It's just frustrating because it leads me to wonder, you know, what, how big were the other two fish that I've lost today? Um, oh, I'm buzzing. <laughs> I am absolutely buzzing. Fingers crossed for another one now, definitely. You know, fingers crossed for my first 30. Well, what can I say? <clears throat> it's 19.46. I just lost another one in the snags. Literally, I got out of my van. I was sitting in my van, as I said, like the doors open and everything. And I went to the, the, the side back door to put something away. My rod ripped off. And by the time I ran around my van, even though it's so close, it was well in the snags. And I lost him in the snags. Oh, so I've lost three today. I've lost three and landed two. So it should have been five. Really should have been. I am so annoyed. I am so annoyed. You've really got to sit on your rods here. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a mistake I've made here, I think, today. Um, I, need, I need to be more, more on the rods. Definitely. I'm just glad I didn't lose any tackle to the carp so it's not in the carp's mouth. Do you know what I mean? So um, that's the main thing. But yeah. So that's where we stand now. So I'm going to pack up in about five minutes. All my... All my um, all my spots out now on the spots I want to try tomorrow to start off with um, so you never know I might catch one in the last five minutes let's see what happens oh that's a good point I didn't actually I said about tomorrow I haven't mentioned about tomorrow so the plan is what I'm going to do is continue this podcast tomorrow because tomorrow I'm bringing Benny Boy back and um, Benny Boy's going to come in this swim and I'm going to go in this swim next to him so I've found a few spots in there uh, well I, I, I've not found them I've just, I'm going to fish on the spots Ben was fishing on the other day. Uh, so that's where I put the bait. So that's the plan. To bring Ben back tomorrow. He doesn't drive. And give him a go in here. And hopefully he'll get one. I can't see why he won't, to be honest with you. Really, this, this spot's on fire. So that's the plan. That's the plan. I'm back tomorrow. So the podcast does continue tomorrow anyway. Good morning, everybody. It is the next day. Uh, back down here on the noisy lake with good old Benny boy. Um, literally just rocked up he's jumped in in the swim the snag swim uh, the good old honey pot he's going to get his rods in there and fingers crossed he's get one um, I moved over to the left hand side as I said yesterday and I'm going to I'm going to give it a good go in there and see what we can do, see what we can do hopefully that bait I've put in yesterday is going to help um, I'll be happy to get one carp out today um, not really fussed what size but today it's more about Benny Boy. Look after Benny Boy today. And um, hopefully he'll get a few lumps out as well. Um, I've, I've told him exactly what I've been doing in there uh, since our last trip. And, you know, the, the, some of the changes that I've made. Uh, he's got some ideas in his head as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he takes the information I've given him and then uses that and then and, uh, puts his own little twist on it. And then hopefully we can both learn from it going forward and really rinse out that swim. So I'm absolutely buzzing for this one today. There's definitely a 30 in there. And there's definitely a 30 in there. That's all I'm saying. Alright, it's taking me a while. It's 7.23, but I finally got both rods out. I've been helping Benny Boy bushwhacker his, um, his rigs out. So we've got one, my left-hand side rod, on a 15mm bottom bait uh, bug, DNA, um, DNA bug, uh, inline 4-ounce lead, uh, noodle rig, just on the tip of the... Um, Or well, the willow, <laughs> I couldn't think what it's called, and off the willow. Same again, bushwhack it out, uh, crush boily, hold boily, uh, that's down there. And then we've got the right hand side on, on the reeds that I baited up yesterday as well. 15mm uh, DNA 
uh, bug, bottom bait, noodle, inline, four ounce lead. Uh, and on that, I put a few spots of a, of a, of the mix out as well, the DNA. So um, fingers crossed they're out. We'll see what happens. Um, it's all going to happen in Ben Swim. Sure it is. And I hope it does. I hope he gets a nice one out. He needs it. He needs it. So um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'll keep you guys updated. Right, it's 10 to 9 and Ben still hasn't had a fish yet. I know I should be saying, oh, I haven't had a fish yet, but Ben hasn't had a fish yet and it is really concerning because every time I fish that spot at the moment, the rod's gone off you know, fairly quick for that first cart. You know, his rod's been out for like what, an hour and a half or something, something like that, and absolutely nothing. Um, so he's actually reeled his rods in, he's going for a walk around the lake to see if he can see if he can spot them. Because we're thinking, because we've got like a, a cold northwesterly wind hacking into this spot today it's, you can really feel the difference it does feel really cold starting to think maybe they've moved down to the, to the opposite end of the lake where there's going to be like no wind there and it's going to obviously be a lot warmer um, I don't know it's, it's, a, it's a tricky one it really is um, so yeah I just thought I'd update you guys on that and then I'm going to make a plan when he comes back to see if he can see anything and we all should go from there Right, on Ben's walk, he has uh, found some carp. So we've um, literally packed up and moved around. I think it completely makes sense. I'm around it now. We've got all our rods out. Um, so we're fishing on the island, uh, which is like, it's an island like on the edge of the lake. Um, and basically, when I come over there with him, we watch this like mirror just feeding on the bottom. So um, there's definitely, there's definitely, uh, you know, there's definitely some fish over here. So it kind of makes sense to move. Uh, I certainly feel that anyway. Uh, notice a, a definitely a definite difference in the temperature. That's for sure. Uh, so I've literally just flicked mine out in the margins, literally just the margins. Uh, and Ben's pretty much done the same almost. Um, and we give it a go here and see what happens. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, one of our robs robs one of our rods will rip off soon. And we can have a nice carp to talk about on the pod. But um. We'll see what happens. Right, it's 11.44 and nothing's happened. I really suspected, like, especially Ben's rod to rip off, but nothing's happened at all. Um, we saw a few cruising on the cop. Uh, the cop. <laughs> we saw a few cruising on the top, flicked out some dog biscuit, and after a while, a couple came up. They started taking them up well briefly, then stopped. So we flicked some more out, and then a couple come up again and took them, and that was it. And then we flicked more dog biscuit out, and then they've just like they've just gone they've like really like spooked shied off from it so yeah no it's becoming really frustrating definitely so um ben's just gone for another walk now and i said mate this might be the way you might just have to go proper light and just move around the lake and just when we find them just try and drop it on their heads literally um and try and grab one that way i'm sure it'll happen i'm sure it'll happen but we'll keep up at it we'll keep at it work hard Okay, right, now it's catch-up time. Um, it is a couple of days since that last segment. Um, it just, you know, it's just one of them sessions when you go out with your, with your, with your mate and then Alex turns up later on, which we'll go on to. Um, and I just didn't record any audio. Uh, I just got, I decided in my head I really wanted to help Ben get a carp. Um, and I, was, I decided that point pretty much uh, when we were fishing 
or tried to catch him off top then that I was going to like literally just reel my rods in and try to focus on him catching a carp because I really promised him he'd, he'd get a carp um especially out of you know of of the honey hole um and he didn't and it just didn't happen and we obviously moved round to the, to the swim we were just talking about uh we see him in the margins like one feeding down there we got him on top they were being really shy just they took a couple literally they would take like a couple of dog biscuits and go and that was it you know literally up for like you know a few seconds and gone um I just think what I do know is talking to another angler down there previously, probably talked about this in one of the other podcasts that they had been hammered off the top, you know, a few weeks back. Um, and since then they've, they, you know, they've, they've not been catching on the top. So I just think they're just, bit, they're just too wary at the moment. They've been hammered, they're too wary of it. And it just wasn't going to happen. So um, yeah, that, that was it. That's my theory on, you know, on why, why, why we couldn't get them off the top, why they were so shy. So basically from then we decided to go for a walk. Ben went for a walk. He come back. I think we, we pl- actually we made some lunch then, ate the food and said, right, let's both go for a walk again. You know, we've got to move. It's not happening here. Um, let's go for a walk around the lake. Uh, so literally we just started walking around the lake, uh, going into every swim, seeing if we could spot carp in the margins, see if we can see any shows out in front of us, you know, with no joy at the start got down to the honey the honey the honey pot the honey hole whatever you want to call it um and in that swim there you can walk around to the other side of it and look into the basically you look onto the spot um and we went in there and we stood there for like about i don't know it felt five minutes or something and then we see one show like i said ben that's definitely a car that's got to be a car i said that is a sign um we need to come back down to this swim um and give it give it another go so um we said, I said, look, you know, we need we need to finish walking the lake though because we might get more shows elsewhere on the lake. But because remember, this, in the morning that the wind was hammering down into that swim there, um, the cold wind, um, and at this point in the afternoon, it had stopped and it wasn't it just it wasn't as cold down here. It wasn't hammering like it was this morning. So the weather conditions had completely changed. And you know, my theory is that like on this lake, sorry if I'm jumping around again, on this lake. Uh, like this snaggy corner of the swim with all the ball rushes is 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 a fish haven, and it is it, from being fishing here as, as many times as I have now. It's definitely a, a place where it gets the sun. So when the sun comes up and it's out, it gets there and they feel safe in there. Anglers can't get their rods in there. Um, obviously, in the section I'm fishing, you can only get it in there with a bushwhacker. Um, but apart from that, it's a massive, massive area. All these ball rushes you see moving around, massive snags. It's just a holding area from its home. It is home for them. And I think and the sun gets in there as well. So I just think that they like, they go in there because they feel safe and secure and it gets the sun. You know, they, they, every carp likes a bit of sun. Who doesn't like a little bit of sun? Do you know what I mean? So we decided to walk around the lake, uh, see what was going on. We didn't, we didn't, to be fair, we didn't really see anything. We saw, I think we saw a couple of fish show, uh, but we both knew we had to get back to the honey hole. So basically we went back there. Um, and as I said previously, I had focused, I decided on that point in time, I was going to focus on helping Ben, ben catch a carp because I kind of felt really bad, you know, like, because in the last session, he was, he basically was like, you know, taking all the photos, all the big carp I was having. And I had, you know, I had three twenties out in that session, you know, and Ben's had nothing so far. And I was just like, oh, you know, I just really want my mate to catch fish. So, Basically, I'm going to try and get this right with what happens next. So we get the first rod out, obviously in the honey hole, um, place that down. Uh, Ben's using the same, I can't remember if I said this or not now, Ben is using the same bait that I was using, literally he's using my bait, <laughs> literally he's using my bait. 
Um, so he's using the same bait, same mix and everything. Uh, so he dropped that down. Um, I basically was helping him massively with the bushwhack art. Um, big myself up, going to do it. I'm definitely more skilled using it than him. I've, used, I've been using it for a silly amount of time now. Um, and I really can manoeuvre it really well and quite quickly. So I, I basically took the role of uh, filling up the bushwhack for him. Um, yeah, I said to my fellow, you know, you get golf caddies. I feel like I was his like fishing caddy um, at this point on. So literally I was filling up the bushwhacker for him, uh, putting it out there. And he was basically feeling it down on the rod. Um, and it, I think the first time I put it down, he goes, it just feels too soft there. And I said, no, mate, trust me, mate. That is the spot. It is the spot. It, it feels soft, but it's the spot. So he dropped it down there. Um, and then we started putting the second bushwhacker out, which is the left-hand side rod right out in front on the reeds. There's, there's not you're quite limited in that in that swim there where you can put your left-hand side rod. You know the, the reeds feel right. You know, as I said the reeds come out. We know the carp are moving around in there. I had that big 28 from from the reeds, so it kind of it's a no-brainer. You kind of got to put it somewhere on the reeds. Um, so he put it out there, and literally as we was about to tip it, the, the right-hand side rod rips off. <laughs> so it was a bit of a kerfuffle because we had like you know how many sections do we have out uh 17 16 sections of the bushwhacker in front of us with a rod out high literally i had to grab like the rod and the bushwhacker hold it up high while ben like maneuvered around me because we we're on these boards uh to hit into the uh, hit into the fish uh hits into the fish and pretty much he loses it to be fair he actually lost it so i was really good ben was understandably really peed off really peed off after after the day we had had and then to finally get a run in there, he lost it. Um, so we have got that one back out again. Um, and it wasn't long after that. It, this is when it starts happening. It wasn't long after that. Literally, I would say probably about 10, 15 minutes, he gets another run. Um, and he, <laughs> he's playing it in front of him for a good while. And it swings him round into the into the snags, which literally to the margins to the right-hand side and gets 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 caught up in there. I was like, oh, Ben. I said, look, I'll try and poke it out. So I got the, some pushback or pop, pushwhacker poles, walk around there. And I was like, mate, I can't. I just... I just can't, I can't, there's no, I just can't, I can't see the fish in there. The snags are too big. I don't want to cause too much of commotion. And it wasn't long after I said that, basically it, it pinged off. Didn't lose any, any of his rig or anything. So the fish swam off like, you know, with no rigs hanging out of his mouth. Um, I will say, obviously our rigs are super fish friendly, safe. Um, and if you do, if we do snap off, you know, the, the way it is coming off, um, they're all safe. Uh, so he lost that one there. And then at this point, Ben is really peed off. I'm trying to say, mate, calm, mate, calm, mate. It's going to be fine. This, they clearly moved back in here. Trust me, mate, we're going to get another run. It's going to happen. Um, so we get the rod back out again. 10, 15 minutes later, something like that, gets another run, right-hand side rod. This time he lands it. <laughs> Honestly, I was so relieved that he'd actually put a carp on the bank because it was just like he needed it. You know, I was, just, I was like, he needs to get this fish. Um, weighed it up. Going to get these weights. Uh, Probably not 100% right, but it was about 13 pound. I'm sure it's 13 pound or something. Uh, got a photo of that for him. Um, put that rod back out again. 10, 15 meters, 10, 15 meters, 10, 10 to 15 minute, minutes later, the right hand rod goes again. Um, plays this fish, um, lands it, weighs it, come in about 15 pounds. And at this point, I'm like, Ben, this is awesome, mate. This is awesome. They definitely moved back in now. You know, that's like four fish now. Um, four runs, four pickups that we've had. Um, let's get it back out there again. Got it back out there again. Um, he gets another run. I think this is when at that point in time he, get, he gets another run. Um, 
and it, and, he, and he wasn't quick enough and it got him in the snags. He lost it. So at that point he's lost three fish had two. It was something like that. It might be wrong. If Ben never comes back and listens to this podcast, he's probably going to correct me. But um, it, yeah, it was something like that. Uh, get it back out again. 10, 15 minutes. It, it could have been 20 minutes later again. The right-hand side rips again. This spot is just on fire. Um, I can't, and I said, I think at this point I was saying, but I can't believe how many how many fish this has done. You need a 20, man. It's got to happen at some point. The amount of 20s that I've pulled out of this swim. This one gives them a cracking fight. And finally, and finally, I'm pleased to say it was a 20. Um, it went 21 pound something. Absolute stunner. Absolutely stunner of a fish. Oh, do you know I missed that out? <laughs> Actually, at this point in time, Alex had turned up. He decided to come down for the evening. So Alex was here for this fish. Um, it, had, it had a weird tail. It's kind of like a tail. His tail had been bent in the past, but it was like a grey coloured carp. It won't be on my Instagram, so you won't be able to see it on there. But it was an absolutely beautiful, apart from the, um, the, 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 the tail being a bit weird, um, it was an absolutely beautiful grey coloured carp. I'd love to have had it really was complete mint, really so nice. Um, I was absolutely buzzing for it. Ben was over the moon, understandably, so that was awesome. Um, yeah, so he got that one back out after that. He was buzzing at this point. He's staying hard. I think there's time for another one. Um, and at this point, Alex's rod, he was in this, he went into the swim to the left of me. He had a fish um, in, the, in, in the swim next to me off the far uh, off the far uh, tree to the left-hand side in front of him, the willow tree, there he, he saw some fish show there. He picked up, I can't remember the weight of that. I don't think he actually weighed it. Actually, I don't think he did weigh it. Um, I think it went about 18 pound or something. It was it was a nice fish. So Alex had that fish, got his rod back out. And I think it was not long after that, his rod went again. He had another fish. So I was like, Ben, mate, come on, mate. You're always training today. Like, you know, Alex is beating you now. He's turned up in the evening. And um, he's done two fish, you know, in front of you. But uh, and I was joking, obviously joking. But I did say, look, Ben, you got to remember, mate. This, as I said to you, mate, this is definitely a dawn and dusk, um, dawn and dusk like uh, lake. They, the feed, the, the fish do come on the feed in the in the morning, and the feed they do come on the feed. You know, as it's starting, you know, later on in the day. Um, so yeah, but I, was, I was joking around, obviously. But then basically got another run. Uh, on the right-hand side rod, once again, right in the dying hours, and uh, put another carp on the bank, um, so which he, he redeemed himself. So I think he ended up having like four fish. I think that fish was about 14 pounds as well. He ended up having um, four fish. Um, and I, I always say at this point in time, um, I was really getting concerned, thinking, oh, my God. Um, from in, in the I was thinking oh my, before before we had these four fish, I was thinking, oh my God, has this spot blown? You know, ha have we done all the fish out of it now? They, uh, you know, it's not going to happen. But pleased to say, yep, yeah, you know, it's still on form. Um, what he had for lost three was it? So what's that? Seven? Yeah, seven fish. Uh, seven fish in in, in in like in the back end of the day, which is absolutely wicked. Only one going twenty plus. Uh, but you know, it's I, I still. I still think they're going to be in there for a lot longer. As I said, I just think it's their home in there. Gets the sun. It's the place to be. So at the end of that, yeah, absolutely buzzing. Ben was absolutely buzzing. Um, definitely going to go back there again and do that spot. That's for sure. Um, how we fish it, if we go together, I don't know. Because um, I kind of like Ben. It's my spot, mate. It's my spot, mate. I found it. I kind of like sharing it with him. But um, we'll figure something out on that. Um, and I think it's worth saying at this point in time as well, when we was driving outside out of the out of the lake to go home, the guy there was a guy fishing the other side of the snags. He actually had a thirty-one pounder out the snags other side. 
was like, oh my God, 31 pounds. Really? That's what I'm after. So um, it, it, I'm, I'm worried that, you know, one of the fish that I've lost in there, you know, has been a 30 plus carp. Um, as you guys know, I have lost a few uh, in it, um, which made me think on the back end of that, uh, I need to be sitting more on my rods, which I said to Ben now, I said, look, mate, when we go back there again, we need to be sitting on them properly, not not, like not moving away as much as least as possible, making sure we're hitting these fish quicker. Um, we discussed about the, the rigs and stuff and how we can improve it. And we've come up with a conclusion that um, the noodle rig is definitely doing the job in there. I'm not saying it's the only rig that do the job in there at all, but a short, a short noodle rig, uh, probably about four, five, five inches long, four, five inches, four and a half, five inches long noodle rig. Um, bottom bait seems to be working well. Want to try some wafters on the noodle rig as well to see how that works, just to try and get a bit more buoyancy. But obviously, the back end of that, with the buoyancy, then you lose the the weight on the hook end, which helps obviously put the hook into the carp's mouth as well. So not too sure. So I think we're going to go with the short noodles on it. Um, ben was using uh, PVA uh, sticks, which are not PVA sticks, PVA um, the melting foam stuff you put on it. Um, I said to him, like, let's try and spritz them over over to um, like a PVA mesh bag, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm complicating it too much there. Uh, we'll decide on that. But yeah, so I think we've got like um, the winning combination to move forward with. We'll go back there again. I'm, as I said, I do feel really confident the fish are going to hold in there for longer, definitely. So I'm excited to get back down there again and see what you can do. And now I know a 30 come out of there as well. And I, I, me and Ben were talking about it on the way home. It was like, how many 30s are there in this lake? There's definitely there's definitely a fair old few in here. Um really is and the stamp of the fish that are coming out there still i know i've said it many times but i'm going to keep repeating myself in this podcast and in other podcasts as well i can't believe the quality of the carp in this lake they are so nice really nice fish um and i'm excited for it which on the back of that i think i have decided to give up my other ticket with the noisy lake atkins lake legends lake i think i'm giving up that ticket um, I was going to renew it while I was waiting for another ticket to come through uh, for, for another set of lakes that Alex is on, um, which I might get this season. I don't think I uh, will get it. I'm quite low on the list. I know I'm on the, wait, on the wait list. I'm quite low down there now. I don't think I'll get it this season coming. But I was going to hold. I was going to hold out on the um, on my ticket that I was. I just said I was going to drop just to fish there. But I kind of feel like I might be a little bit silly because. The Stanford carp in this lake, I think I should be concentrating more on, on these lakes here with nicer carp and bigger carp in rather than going for the carp that just hate to say they're not as nice in, the, in those waters that I just don't, they're not as healthy. Um, and I feel a little bit bad, but let's not go into that. But um, yeah, so I think I made a decision there. So anyway, guys, I am going to part this podcast up here now. I really hope you enjoyed it. I'm glad it worked in the end. Ben's actually buzzing and we have got another trip planned uh very soon to come back down here again but we'll talk about that in another podcast another podcast in another podcast let's speak english rusty boy right so i'm gonna leave this one here i hope you guys enjoyed it. as i said if you go fishing from now until our next podcast let's hope you put some bangers on the bank it's definitely time to start getting them rods out if you've not got them out yet they're waking up trust me they're waking up all over the place anyway take care of yourself speak soon and tight lines 
If you're not done already, guys, you could do me a massive favor and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there, I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and tight lines, and see you in my next podcast.